Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, friends. Chris Matthew with Forbidden Knowledge News here with a special announcement. We are starting production on the Forbidden Documentary. That's right. We're breaking out the camera, lights, microphone, and hitting the road. This is going to be much bigger than your average conspiracy doc. It's going to be a conspiracy docu-series. And we're going to take all of you on the road with Forbidden Knowledge News, as well as all your favorite guests that have appeared over the years, authors, researchers, scientists, whistleblowers, contactees, fellow broadcasters, and some of you listening as well. The topics will include paranormal, ufology, historical conspiracies, hidden ancient history, current conspiracies, spirituality, cryptids, and much, much more. We're going to visit sacred and spiritual sites and places of high, high strangeness, and hopefully visit with as many of you along the way as possible. This project is currently completely self-funded, and we're asking for your help. We are going to jump into this head first, and hopefully the universe and maybe some of our amazing audience will help a bit. If you'd like to get involved with the production, email me, ForbiddenKnowledgeNews at gmail.com. And if you would like to help by leaving a donation, we have a buy me a coffee or PayPal option. You can go to supportfkn.com or click that PayPal link in the description. Any amount is greatly appreciated and will help tremendously. And if you make a donation through supportfkn.com, you're going to also get access to select chapters from Corey Hughes' upcoming book about the JFK assassination. Be a part of an epic journey of discovery and truth with the Forbidden Documentary. Forbidden Knowledge News. I'm your host, Chris Matthew. Today, my guest is Jason Fashaw. 
first, I have a couple of announcements. Forbidden Knowledge News is always available on Rockfin, Odyssey, Rumble, and all podcast platforms. Check us out on Rockfin. This is where you get all our premium content and all the premium content from every creator on Rockfin. We'd also like to welcome our newest addition to Rockfin, Raised by Giants with Ryder Lee. You can go to rockfin.com slash fknplus to sign up or click the link in the description. Also check out our website, forbiddenknowledge.news, also the home of the Forbidden Knowledge Network. We feature amazing podcasts from our community like Raised by Giants, Inception, Ancient Gift, Going Down the Rabbit Hole, many more. Also check out our friends at C60 Purple Power. C60 may be the most powerful antioxidant known to man, and the benefits have been personally incredible. But check them out for yourself. Click the link in the description, and you can get 10% off your order plus free shipping. Today, I want to welcome back to the show Jason Fashaw. He is a writer, videographer, and artist in many different mediums, and he has traveled across the United States, West Africa, and the Middle East. Jason, welcome back. How you doing? Good. What up, Chris? I know I haven't talked to you in a while. It's been a minute. Oh, a lot of things have been going on. You know, the world's always changing like it is always yeah. changing. So lives are too. Well, man, it's great to see you again. I know that you're always working on lots of projects, research, art, and music, always creating, which I love to see my fellow humans do. We are all creators after all. And I understand you've been taking some deep dives down several uh, what some would consider conspiratorial rabbit holes, which we're going to get into a bit today. So we're going to have a good time with this. Um, now, for the audience that may not have seen your previous uh, appearances on here, remind them a little bit about yourself and uh, what you got going on this in incarnation here. Well, you know, I, I've been an artist by whatever trade you want to call it, almost every medium. You know, ever since I was a kid, uh, I was drawn, writing, a love film, videographer, uh, you know, any medium possibly with art is something that once I started doing it, I, I think I have an innate ability of just being an artist, whatever you want, whatever that word means as an artist, too, because I mean, there's such a genre of things. Anybody is really an artist. But when it comes down to what certain medium that it is that you do, and, you know, so recently, probably within the last like year and a half, I was I started to get into 3D animations because that's something I never got into, uh, which is very difficult. And if anybody out there is listening and you love, you know, like kind of computer games or games and 3D animation, it's uh, it's not easy. It takes time and you probably won't be able to have a relationship because it takes much of your day to, to do it. But um besides that uh recently i really started to get into music and making my own sound and making my own beats and 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 making some uh some some things that i probably will have a like a a short cd coming out um just with with sounds and and you know so maybe uh it'll make somebody have a happy day maybe they'll smile when they listen to it maybe they'll bob their head it's not going to be anything negative you know what i mean so that's kind of i'm you know i'm from southern louisiana uh i'm a, i'm a traveler and uh you know kind of that's in a nutshell where i'm at right now 
Right on, man. Well, we live in very interesting times for sure, and we haven't actually seen each other for a long time. Uh, for the audience that doesn't know, Jason and I grew up in the same hometown. Uh, you know, eventually when we, we hit adulthood, uh, split off and went separate ways. Uh, I was in Florida for a while, he was in California, and then life goes on. But since, uh, you know, since. Uh, 2020 at least, our world has changed uh, very drastically, and I'm always interested in what your perception of behind the events between 2020 and now, and do you think that this is something that is inevitably going to cause a... um, a depopulation event. I mean, we're at a point right now where our system is crashing. Uh, we are seeing the uh, the collapse of our economy. Uh, it's all due to the agendas that have been put forth from our you know politicians, government, world leaders, and media over the past couple of years. But we are witnessing this crumbling of old systems. And the question is, can we rebuild after? And how bad are things going to get within the next few years before anything could get any better? And I want to get your thoughts on the past couple of years. Um, <clears throat> well, uh, to try to not be so vague one of the things is would be a reset okay now i know that just jumped down into the rabbit hole real quick um with that being a reset um and we'll get on to what i'm talking about the satarians what that's a whole different story but um so here's the here's the deal with that and what my research and what i've done is that what's one thing that could control a population and that is hunger when people are hungry and you starve either a nation i don't care if you start starve one household full of full full of five people that household is going to crumble and then sooner or later they're going to get so hungry that they'll do whatever it is that they need to do not only that or they will follow what everybody's telling them what they need to follow to get food. So one of those things is with the food in America. And, you know, I've done my studies on that, too. And I know that a lot of people have actually heard, like, you know what? The food is just like one of the, the gateways of where, you know, you can really get into everybody's lives dude you go to the store and you know there's nothing on the shelves well then we start hopefully have a garden you know um has it changed yeah let me rephrase that i think that the coronavirus is definitely a propaganda in a in a sense so don't whoever's listening don't give me too too wrong here um sure it, it could be real in all its sense but you know it's probably real into this effect but the overall effect is that you know if you i think personally and i'll kind of end this with this is that it is a front propaganda platform for somebody to worry about when there's a whole lot of other things going on 
Well, yeah, there is. There's a lot going on, and we're only going to understand, uh, at least some people who don't look deeper, are only going to understand what the, the mainstream media is telling them and the propaganda that they're being fed. One of the examples of that you just said is this illusion of scarcity. Now, yes, the store shelves are quickly becoming more and more empty. Supply chain is breaking down, but what people don't realize is something else you said. You can grow your own food. There is an endless amount of seeds. There's an endless amount of natural resources that if humans take a little while to understand and learn how to do things for themselves, they wouldn't have to rely on the system and daddy government for food. They could take care of themselves, but because we've been indoctrinated into this system where we believe that we have to rely on daddy government for food and all this stuff and we have to go get our everything we need from the grocery stores and walmarts and they're trying to eliminate all other seemingly uh, open resources that we have, but all people well, really have to do is just go around to your local communities and talk to people, and that is where yeah. that's where we start regrowing in my uh, right. rebuilding, in my opinion. And literally regrowing because you got a, a if you have a community of people who all are growing food. Well, guess what? When I run out of uh, some peppers, or if I run out of this. I come over to Chris's house like, Chris, dude, like I'm I'm out of potatoes, but uh, can I trade you these onions for 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 yeah. some potatoes? And you're exactly. like, man, I just have like a whole bushel of onions. I know I'm not going to eat them all, et cetera, et cetera. But this is something that we all know, but we never thought that we'd ever have to get back into it. The only way I think that people would thought that we might be able to have to get back into it if there was like a nuclear uh if there was a nuclear bomb that hit or or et cetera, et cetera. But they're doing it blatantly in front of our eyes at the moment as we speak. And they're, like I said, going back, using propaganda to make us think, be in fear, you know, because I think that when you're in fear and you're hungry, dude, that's a deadly combination. And no pun intended as far as depopulation goes. Right. You have uh, you have you have Ethiopia who has so many resources and so many things there. And they are some of the starvingest people. I don't know if that's the right word to use. Starvingest people on the planet, you know. And so I think that right now also is it's getting put in our faces. Everything is like I really think it's coming like really, really like faster where people are getting smarter and being like, all right, well, this doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. And this doesn't make sense. And that doesn't make sense either. But before it might be, well, that doesn't make sense. But everything else that that looks like it's all right. And that looks like it's all right. And that looks like it's all right. But we're getting smarter. Uh, as far as trying to pay attention and with with, with uh, social media and with everything being able to be instantly shown, then people then people are gonna get smart and there's only gonna be a certain amount of time before the curtain gets pulled back like it like on Wizard of Oz before that you know the curtain the Here's, here's, here's how I look at it in an analogy. I think that there's a lot of people who's starting to understand that there's an actual curtain there. 
the, the beginning. Like if yeah. you don't even think there's a curtain there, then then you just think you're uh, no pun intended in the Wizard of Oz. You know what I mean? But mm. people are people now. It's getting to the point where like, OK, we know there's a curtain there. Who's behind the curtain? And if you want to go a little bit further, how many curtains are there that we can't see? Yeah, I think think you're right on when you say how many curtains. I think there's multiple elite, what you would call factions of of billion trillionaires, people that we will never be in their club that uh, all have different interests in what direction they want humanity to go. So they uh, they do everything they can to get their agendas out there. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I know I'm a bad habit. Maybe that's not even what their agenda is. That all their agenda is to make sure that they are okay and then that they can have their money or 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 whatever to pass on. But there's only such a small, minute percentage of what and who runs this planet. Mm. You know this. I think we kind of touched on it once before. Um, and a lot of people, I'm not saying a lot of people don't care, but they don't have time to, they got to go to work. They got to worry about their kids eating and see that rabbit hole gets going by around in a circle. No matter what, if you're poor and the only food that you can buy is that food that, uh, might not be the best food for you, you mm-hmm. still have to buy that food. And so it's like a slow but surely thing that is going on. But oh, yeah, and people- it, it all starts with, um, you know, the beginning, uh, your education as a child, the family unit you grow up with, uh, what you're taught and indoctrinated with, what your family believes, what your parents believe is passed on. And then you go into the, the mainstream education system where everything you learn is about being a good little slave and contributing to the system and not ever giving anything, getting anything back from it. It's your whole life completely being like a battery or energy source for this perpetual system, and that's all it is. And you are right about there's a very few at the top. Uh, they wanted to keep it that way. They want to keep a very few in charge of uh, a, a smaller population, I believe. I think it's gotten a little bit large for their liking, and I, I think that they want to have easier control methods. We're going into this kind of te- technological transhuman metaverse age where the people remaining would probably be easier to keep track of if they were all in the metaverse and online uh, and kept dice. I got an Oculus Quest too. You know I'm in the 3D animation. I know that that is the forefront of what's going on right now. And so with me, instead of turning my head and being like, whatever, this tech, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to go on. I'm like, fuck that up. Sorry, I hate cursing on your show. No, you're good, I know, man. It, I know it doesn't matter. Uh, but being in the forefront of it and knowing everything else, what's going on, which brings me maybe to switch a little subject here is Elon Musk. So you got Elon Musk, who's the richest man in the world, right? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And, you know, he just bought, bought Twitter. Well, you he's know, the richest you know. man on paper. There's plenty that have way more than well, that sure. aren't talked about. Yo, oh, you got me on that one. Absolutely, Chris, for sure. But I, I guess what really I'm getting at, that was a good one. I like that. Um, the fact of the matter is I'm, like, trying to pay attention. Like, this dude's buying up these things. But uh, he bought Twitter. Um, I think he bought Instagram. I'm not sure. Um you know, don't, he can't touch Facebook because Zuckerberg is probably just like, no, I know what you're doing. I'm not going to let you buy Facebook also. But think about it. If he owns most of the social media, who then you then you are controlling people and you're controlling. And now not only that with Musk and, you know, that's why I uh, kind of texted you about talking about him only one, because he is one of the richest men in the world, has a lot of power, very smart. And he's putting up satellites in so-called space. <laughs> I'm not even going to get into that if that's real or not. <laughs> but, you know, when, when he's like, we're going to put 60,000 satellites up so he'll know exactly where you're pooping that day or exactly where you picked your nose that day and exactly where you're going to go that way. Now, going even further would be able to see your repetition in life, what you're going to do, what you normally eat, what you normally watch on TV, normally what you when you go out your front door, do you take a left or you take a right? Let's say you take, I know I'm being vague, but let's say you take a right out your front door every morning at seven o'clock. Well, instead of like having somebody crazy stranger, like stalking somebody, you don't need that. Now, all you got to do is press a button. And I'm like, oh, yep. Doing the same routine, going that way. You know what I mean? Now, I'm not sure exactly where I was going with that, Chris, you know, no, I, I know what you mean. It's 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 a total police surveillance state that's being uh, kind of headed towards, and that I think is going to go along with the social credit system and everything they're doing with uh, the technological aspects of the metaverse. But there's some people that are trusting of Elon Musk because of his stance on free speech and what he's seemingly doing with Twitter. But I I don't I don't think so. I think he is in a way playing both sides. But I think that he has uh, nefarious outcomes in mind he wants to put chips in our brain he has major contracts with the department of defense he is uh basically helped make weapons of mass destruction he uh the satellites are are put up there for for military purposes yeah uh, you know all this other stuff and so he's also has ties with uh probably epstein he was um you know 
photo photograph with Ghislaine Maxwell. I mean, this person is probably not someone that has our best interest in mind, even though he seemingly does uh, on Twitter or social media or whatever. Uh, but he, I think he plays both sides so that he can kind of rise above all these other um, kind of warring factions and maybe have a heads up on a lot of the technological aspects of control we could see in the future. Right. So he can be ahead. And so whenever with anybody would come to him with any kind of question of why is this and why are you doing this or why, why, why? He's like, he already has an explanation. He already, he's already he's already ahead of everybody in that game. And when it comes down to like, I bet you most likely there's no questions you can ask Elon Musk about anything that he's doing. Let's just keep it at what he's doing, that he would never be, be like that. And then if somebody tried to uh, contradict him, I don't know if that was the right word to use about what he was talking about, he'd still have an answer, you know, like that's like he, because he is that smart, it, supposedly. Now, here's the other deal. Now I'm going to now I'm going to throw go out in the right field again or, or on a different. Could he be a robot? Could he be an alien? <laughs> I know he was on the job. Well, it's, you know what I'm saying, Chris? Like, I, I know we. it's kind of I know I saw you chuckle and smile. But at the same time, uh, when he was on the Joe Rogan show. Joe even asked him, he's like, dude, you just must be an alien. You're an alien, huh? And he's like, yeah. Well, I can tell you what, I know that uh, he is from an elite uh, family. And I know that his mother, uh, through social media and everything she's been doing for years, has been putting out occult symbolism. I know that his father is um, also one of these elites from, I think it's South Africa, that was he wanted to put together an expedition to look for like ancient Nephilim remains and bones. So these guys are definitely deep connected into the occult. And I think that all, if you're going to get to that level of society, you have to be uh, at least part of some kind of bloodline that's going to get you there. And I think yeah. everyone that we see in these positions is part of a, not the royal, but a royal, a royal family in a sense to where they, they are part of a certain bloodline that has been kept in power for maybe hundreds or thousands of years are 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 the whole damn time are the whole time because yeah. like if i'm not mistaken and don't quote me on it but every president has been a freemason everyone mm -hmm. ever since the beginning i'm almost positive that every single one has been a freemason and if i'm wrong it's only maybe one person or two people but i'm almost positive now does that does that matter to most people? No, but yeah, it does, because the people who are in control of this planet are one of a couple of things are all of the above. They're 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 ex they're aliens from and they created. And so they're going to stay in power. Um, you have, you know. The, I think that the, the chain, the chain links, the pyramid just like goes down from there. Now, here's here's the only thing that they have been good at keeping us in the dark of things is that we don't know who they are. And that's where that whole thing, your whole premise, your whole idea, and like a lot of other people's who podcast things on certain knowledge that we talk about is that we don't know. 
And you know, the last time we, uh, I'm, I, I looked over me and your uh, first interview last night, just to kind of not try to repeat some of the same stuff, you know, that I had said kind of thing. And I think one of the things, and this is when we were joking, it was towards the enemy and you were just cutting up. And I'm like, have you ever been to space? And you're like, nope, I'm like me neither. So I don't know if we've been in the moon. I don't know if there's a space because I haven't been there now, which brings me to my other point. My whole point is how that really good script that's been writ written for all these thousands of years, the Bible, you know, it's pretty good. You know, the script, people are going to hate me on that one too. I don't care. But somebody wrote it. Somebody wrote it. If it was, this is where I, my, my beliefs would change. If there was something that was written down, they were like, yep, this is an alien that wrote this down. I'd be like, oh, all right. But it's always been a human being in a sense, in a sense, that wrote these things down. So all we know is what somebody else has written down. Period. Mm -hmm. so, You're absolutely right. And uh, if you if you look back at a lot of the history that we see now in our modern day history books, it's all been written to by kings and victors of the situation. And the more and more we research and great people who are doing independent research are finding out that most of our history is false. And yeah. it has just been written by those in power. And things like the Bible uh, has, of course, been rewritten many times. But I think that there are profound truths as well in, in the Bible as well. Uh, there's sure. a lot of Absolutely. astrological truths. No, you know, if so, then that would be the most creative, awesomest person to to write down a wonderful story. I know a lot of that shit's been true. So, sorry, my my actually uh, my secretary over here. <laughs> no, no, he, um, he's very smart. He's actually my roommate. His name is Charlie. He's a wonderful man. Um, and I don't know what he's really trying to write here about, you know, reptilians and stuff, but oh, he okay, that's what he was trying to tell me that 40 different people wrote the Bible, which is fine, but it's still a person who wrote it down. I have a book that I wrote, it's called The Ink. You can read it for free on the Jason Fashion, The Ink. Yep, there is a plug, and you know, there's some really fun, awesome things that goes on in there, but have you? But at a primitive time, if if you take this story about the ink, whatever you write with, it comes alive and comes true. And you 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 give that story to somebody two or three thousand years ago, they're going to be like, whoa, this this bottle of ink is magical. And if anybody showed up with this probably fake bottle of ink and was like, here's the ink. What would you believe? How would you know? The only thing we know is what people have written. And I stress this all the time. And people like don't they just they don't argue with me, but they're just like, well, they just try and try. I'm like, they still wrote it. Like if you haven't. So I have to take the word of somebody who says like, like, let's say I'm Buzz Aldrin. Yep. Went to the moon. Cool. Um it does look like a movie and y'all even say that Stanley Kubrick 
has is involved in it and they do some scenes etc and then not only that you're gonna tell me we can't see on the other side the dark side of the moon all right now either okay and i'll stop this with this and we can kind of move forward but uh, the moon's probably a nightlight sometimes i keep it on and sometimes i keep it off well, hey, I, you know, I, I have to agree that space, I don't think the traditional model of space, what they tell us anything in NASA is true. I think that all the images are fake, and that does leave us with, well, what is the truth? And honestly, I don't, I'm, you know, the more and more I think about it, I really doesn't think it matters. I think it's a distraction, and I think we yes. ultimately were in more of a realm than anything, and it's for uh, our own purposes. It's our own growth and development purposes, like a uh, like a uh, a petri dish that we're we're sent here to learn things and grow. And uh, if we want to come back and feel like we haven't learned enough, we're back. But that's that's a whole other show. I want to go back to the hidden history aspects. Uh, you okay. mentioned you mentioned Tartaria and. Uh, Yes. Uh, this is a fun one I've been looking at a lot lately. The um, the thought that we could have been reset multiple times, and not only that, closer in our history uh, than alluded to in any than any research done, even in modern times. This is this is all new stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. Basically, proposing that we had been reset up to maybe 100, 200 years ago, and they took advantage of a either a massive global catastrophe, mud flood, or they caused it themselves by they, I mean them, they, the elites, whoever's in control at the time. And uh, after the after yep. the uh, the reset, the individuals that were left over, he, the after humanity was kind of dwindled, they used orphan trains and repopulated and taught yeah. new curriculum taught new history yes. and tried to uh, rebuild everything with technology and construction that was not even close to being advanced and sufficient as before so that's a very interesting concept i want to get your thoughts on that absolutely 100 percent. and so um, to try to uh, explain to people who are listening right now about Tartarians and about uh, the uh, different civilization that was probably smarter than us in a sense or what have you, um, they had already built these structures. They And so <clears throat> uh, you go and look at some of these cities and structures, they're all, they have underneath tunnels and grounds and when a lot of times when you go underneath there i haven't ever been i'm just going off what i see on what my research does is that they're like shops and they're like places so then we talk about the big flood or that what that happens so that covers that up and so then we build on top of that so now that underneath looks like we just you know, we went hiding in caves or we had to build underneath. I don't think so. I think that it's th the earth that it, that has been put on top of that, because you can't tell me that everybody around the whole planet has been making underground tunnels in their cities for no reason, because maybe they're not underground tunnels. Maybe that was how the street life used to be. And so when things pass, and then back to what you said that people might be able to now nah, there's no might control the weather. Well, if you wanted to bury something and you control the weather, there's quite a few ways you can do it. 
earthquakes, yeah. tsunamis, hurricanes. I mean, it's interesting what you yeah. said about the tunnels. Uh, I was I had a show with a gentleman on the other day, and he believes. Well, he was he's former military, and he actually spoke with other individuals that claim that there is actually uh, saltwater canals that run throughout underneath the United States and that actual submarines have access to these tunnels that go all across the United States. And I find that very interesting as a possibility, you know? It wouldn't surprise me at all whatsoever. And so, all right, so let's uh, change a little bit, but not the subject. We're going to stay on the same subject with Tartarians. If you look and do your study on cities around this planet that have been burnt down, it's it's uh, it's kind of astronomical, sort of, because like all these cities get burned down, right? Mm-hmm. A lot, like a whole lot. Now, I don't mean to jump again, but this is. Because I know our time will always run out because me and you will just keep on talking and going. Why isn't that we understand that there's pyramids on every part of this globe? Everywhere. Some sort of like pyramids that weren't just built out of sand. They didn't just, you know, put a couple of sticks together and made pyramids. They made periods, pyramids, all periods. They make they made pyramids all over this planet so there had to be some kind of reset especially if we really don't know why we have our theories right and most people use like what the 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 billy goat as egypt and and over there with those pyramids that you know what i mean that's like the front runner that's like the 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 one that's like yeah this is what's going on but then if you really do your research, there are pyramids everywhere. And so you can't just tell me that they were only doing sacrifice. That's, there's no way. Yeah, they no, had I, I, I agree. I think that they had a, a global civilization at some point that shared spiritual ideas and practices and construction methods and advanced uh, technologies uh, up to maybe even a couple hundred years ago. Um, you, the, you mentioned the construction of the buildings, how advanced they were. Even you can look at some cathedrals that still exist today yes. that can't be recreated. Uh, and I think that those are places of, um, I guess, it, to harness energy in sorts of frequency technology. And that's been uh, speculated by many researchers that places like pyramids or cathedrals or obelisks were used to harness some kind of electromagnetic energy or being used for some healing purposes as well, which also deals with with energy. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, that's what runs everything is vibration and, and waves and all that. So that pushes us closer to trying to understand, like, exactly who we are. I don't know if we'll ever know exactly who we are until maybe we die right I, I mean in a sense but why some of us humans that are still on earth are doing some really putting two and two together and not only putting two and two together now we putting like you know 16 and 16 together and 100 and 100 together not just two plus two together and so 
now we're starting to figure out when, like, especially when it comes to quantum physics, you know, that is something that nobody knows about. And I don't care what anybody said. They're getting close. Sure. But anybody can read a book like like I read a book um, about quantum physics. The first one I ever read was probably about five or six years ago. And, you know, if anybody doesn't know what quantum physics are, but I know that you talk to a lot of smart people and listen to you and a lot, they're smart. But it, for basic example, I think I might have said this in your other podcast, but behind me, I hear a bird chirping, but there's a possibility there's nothing out there besides a noise of that bird chirping. And I'm not trying to lose anybody here, but the point is with quantum physics is how that works. If you, if it is being observed, it changes. So if it's not observed, is it not going to change because it's not being observed or so, and then now full circle about control. Then the people or entities that want to, that are controlling us as humans, um, they have just figured out so many ways to go about doing it. One, you know, mining. That is one of the most main things that I think a lot of people don't talk about also is that this earth has been mined with big machines. I think, look, I'm 50-50 on everything when I say this. Because I just want to, you know, I'm not saying, yeah, this is what happened. But do I think that the Grand Canyon was formed just because a river ran through it all these years? I do not think so. I don't. Am I right? Hmm, I don't know. Well, I think the Grand Canyon, that's a good um, example of what could have possibly been a massive sun or solar or plasma storm that carved out. Uh, places like the Grand Canyon with plasma lightning strikes, huge lightning strikes, massive, that could have carved out huge areas of, of rock and mountain and formed that. And that's just you in know, an that's instant, one in not hundreds of years, in an instant. Right. right. Yeah. And there, you know, there are uh, plenty of really smart individuals and, and researchers and scientists that I've had on my show is some recently that believe we're due for another one of those, that we're, that our sun is going through a cycle that uh, could reset everything. And that could be the reason why all this is happening, why the elites, those in control, know that we're, we're due for another global cataclysm or reset our solar system. We're headed towards a part of the, the the galactic center that's more energetic the sun is waking up we're going into a different cycle of the sun where it could go uh supernova eventually uh it's changing colors we're witnessing it going from yellow orange now it's white uh there are scientists that believe it's going to go to blue and it's going to change the whole spectrum of our magnetic field and we're going to be able to see things in our sky that we haven't seen for thousands of years uh well, it's going to be like the petroglyphs that the uh, it's going to be like the petroglyphs that the, the that our ancient ancestors drew, looking uh, like little stick men. But that's what the plasma in the sky that they saw, and it could have carved out huge areas, like you said, of the Grand Canyon, or caused a CME or something like a massive um, 
mud flood is something of a cosmic nature that came from the skies, either a massive comet or meteor that hit our now, Earth. Now, let me ask you a question. Is that, not to cut you off, is that depopulation in a sense right there? Well, that's now, that's, it, that's a natural it, cycle. It, that, it, of course, it's, it's depopulation. Control. It will cause the planet to be depopulated, but it's also but something it's that we natural. can't control. Right. What if it's not natural and we control and the weather well that's a possibility i know we have the ability to control the weather i know that mm-hmm. we already have been controlling weather we've controlled uh hurricanes and we ha- we I, we can go as far as to possibly uh have an effect on earthquakes and volcanoes i know that the technology is 50 to 100 years uh out so, from what we even know about so the technology right. that they could have to control the weather is definitely there and i believe that they definitely so do that full circle if somebody wanted to control the weather one of the things that they might use is satellites and now i'm going full circle with this now you have somebody who is one of the richest people on the planet and is like blatantly saying i'm putting out 60,000 satellites in the air what do you think can control the weather if it was my opinion or my gut opinion i don't know again i'm no scientist but that would be and that's why when then he put twitter and then instagram or whatever and, he, and he's just like keeping buying these things not only is he controlling that where we are sitting down right now but he's controlling everything around the planet also and to me uh, you know, a lot of people have said before Musk started doing what he was doing that no one person should be in control of all that. Well, is anybody not paying attention? Because I am, and he is in control of a whole lot of things, and it's only getting more and more and more. Now, does he is he in friends and cahoots with all the less than point zero 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 one percent of? The richest people on the planet, obviously, man. You know they don't just not talk. Oh yeah, he's he's definitely in the club. Um, and I know on your list here, you wanted to touch on the currency of the future here, whether it be any type of cryptocurrency or digital currency. We know that the dollar is going to crash. We're going to have a, a huge economic crash. That's inevitable. I mean, people that are still in denial and think that our dollar is still going to be worth something two or three years from now, they have their heads in the sand. They we're going to see a major economic crash, and I don't think our dollar is going to be worth anything. And that's going to cause some major issues. But that well, being said, we're we're being pushed towards a uh, a cryptocurrency. Either way, whether yeah. it's a centralized, government-controlled currency or something like Bitcoin, which I believe can still be manipulated, still be controlled to a certain aspect. I don't think we should throw all of our you know hopes into that. But I don't know. What do you think about cryptocurrency? I think that you you're absolutely right. I think the with crypto, it's the closest thing that we have without it um, anybody else being able to manipulate it or control it. Like it's close. It's like right there. It's like all right, this is you know what we came up with with this with this crypto where it's yours and 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 nobody can touch it. You know unless you want them to touch it. And so that's not gonna make the higher people i want to say governments but the 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 higher people higher entity they don't they don't want that 
but somebody was very smart. I don't know the uh, uh, names. I think there was like two or three guys who kind of came up with Bitcoin or whatever. Uh, and that was the whole point. I, they were tired of being able to get taxed on something that shouldn't have been taxed on or et cetera, et cetera. Um, but if, see, this is what I haven't really uh thought about that much because uh thinking about other things is that if all electricity went out on the planet now we're going full circle hope you built a garden <laughs> yeah yeah cryptocurrency won't be worth anything if we don't if we don't have any type of electrical systems or technology to use it so that's another thing if we if a cme hits and everything's wiped out you got to go back to trading my brother just like you said and then we're going in a little bit of chaos. Then we might be going into, you know, whatever, like medieval times, which also not to jump rabbit holes again, is the fact that that there is there's got to be. And I know there is. I don't know that for sure. It's not factual that history has been lied to us so much is that we believe it. It's almost like a compulsive liar. A compulsive liar will lie so much that he thinks that after such a long period of time that that's what it is that's what mm. no no my no my grandma went to the moon she told me this ever since i was a kid she she's been on the moon and, and she brought back this rock and i can show you this little fake rock and, and be like so once we start believing that and the, and the population believes that well i mean what the question is maybe for you Chris is what is it that they're lying about? Isn't that the inevitable? I don't know if that's the right word to use. Question: What is what? And that's uh, what we you know, don't there's, know. There's plenty that are of the mind that ultimately it's not about good or evil or trying to depopulate us, but trying to evolve our consciousness because we can't grow, we can't evolve with co without conflict, without evil. Good can't do anything without evil. We can't grow and I learn think I anything. Said it on the last podcast. Man. So yeah. I mean, you know, is this all just? a part of our natural human evolution does this have to happen to where that we can learn not to be the way we used to be and grow and are these what we call elites just agents of what we would call chaos but they're necessary they're necessary chaos so that we can grow and without them maybe we'd be stuck i know that uh, is yeah. my belief what were, that what uh, were you talking about what's that we wouldn't even have anything to be talking right. about that's the case well, it's my belief that, you know, we all started out as one individual consciousness, one source that decided somehow to split off into billions and billions of pieces. And now it's, I think we're starting to maybe want to come back a little bit uh, and maybe back to that source and cut out all the extra BS that we created for ourselves along the way and, and turmoil and chaos and mistakes after mistakes. Maybe it's time to reel it back a little bit. I don't know, but that's what it's, it feels like at times. And, uh, uh, I think that right now we're headed to a point where humanity is at a critical stage of evolution. Uh, people are waking up left and right. And I think – and I, this is what I want to talk to you about. I think more we're at the tipping point to where more people are questioning reality than going along with the status quo. And you've done a little <laughs> traveling recently. You've been to a few places across the United States. And 
in the past couple of years, have you noticed that people are becoming more enlightened, that they're becoming more advanced conscious uh, spiritually, and that they're they're wanting to explore more about the unknown and the hidden nature of reality? Yes, I do. <clears throat> and and here here's the thing: going back to of what it's only like one person in a sense that writes something down and that is the only information we have going on. So the people who are getting woke up now, that's like, now it's like 50, 50. Now they're taking whatever it is that they read or whatever that has been written and then trying to take their own opinion now and putting that into it. So now either one or two things are going to happen. The smart people are going to realize whatever it is we're supposed to realize or you keep listening to what somebody wrote 2000 years ago. And I'm not that I'm not bashing the Bible. I'm not bashing anybody who's written it, anything down, because if not, again, we wouldn't have anything to talk about. All like right now, if we none of like none of, if they've never written anything like that, what will we be talking about? Like, yeah, Chris, the, the, the sun's out right now. I mean, it's it's not raining. Yeah, uh, I think it's about bye. piecing together pieces of the Bible, pieces of other ancient texts, pieces of some pieces of Sumerian lore, uh, pieces of ancient Egyptian and pre-Babylonian, all of it as old as you can get. And I think that if you can put everything together and use your intuition and your own instincts, you can form an idea of what our true history was, even though it may not be exactly what happened. But I think we have to go off of as many ancient sources as possible. And I have something else that I think is also a wonderful thing. People are coming into abilities that they didn't know they had. People who have the ability to sure. psychic Realized abilities. Something that was right there, blatant in front of their face. Right. And now it's starting to realize, wait well, a we, minute. I think we have access to this information, like through uh, what you would call the Akashic Records. Through our consciousness, we are linked to everything past, present, and future, and that there are some people that can access this information. Uh, there's also untrustworthy people who, who tend to mess with people about it. But I think there are genuine psychics, mediums, people who have these consciousness abilities that we can also turn to to get information from as well. And I know, you know, I know many of them. Right. And and here and here's the kicker, what you just said, you know, many of them, you talk to them. See, there's a whole difference. If let's just say the people who you just said you talk to, the only thing that you would have coming off of, of a book that they wrote and they're dead and then what have you. But you're actually talking to them face to face. And so now for us to to maybe um, try to realize some stuff we don't know is that we're actually talking to people face to face and we're not reading a book. Right. Because <clears throat> let's just say that whoever's dead that you were just talking about, you would bring it up and you would be like, well, I, re I read this book about this person who wrote this book who's dead. And so. Yeah, for me, reading is like the tiniest slice of educating myself that I do, of learning. Like I, I might read a little bit and then just go out and try and experience and talk to people and get the rest of the information surrounding it because I think that – that's the only way we're really going to learn truth is through experience as well and not just reading books or researching information. 
but we're we're headed to a uh, we're already in an information age where everything is online on the internet, but there's so much misinformation and BS mixed in that we have to use our discernment. And you know that brings us to everything yeah. that's happening with censorship and how they're trying to. Um, get the the woke culture out there and uh, all the other divisive tactics we're seeing i think it's moving forward as far as people being woke i hope so i think so it seems like it you never know because well you won't know because they don't tell you they the media won't show you the truth right um i guess uh, for, for a small analogy sort of is if you can take the opinions of a hundred people about what they think COVID was or is, you're going to probably get 50, 50, maybe, I don't know, probably you'd be like, yep. I know somebody who died from it. That side of the story. Then you have the other people who would be like, it's just, See, a that's cold. something I'd be really interested in a genuine survey on the American populace to see how they feel. Is this BS or not? You know, just a simple answer. Do you think a majority of this is BS? Yes or no. I'd love to see that survey. Cause then I can get an idea of where most of the people stand. And if mm-hmm. we're ready to pick up arms, uh, pick up arms and put some heads on pikes or not, you know, that would be a great right. indicator for me. Oh, and you're welcome by the way for that idea. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know I love you, dude. Um uh, but uh <clears throat> right, I don't want to uh necessarily get my loss of train of thought there, but uh you would get the same answers. So and it, and my analogy is that is almost on anything. Ask somebody about aliens. Do you think aliens are alive? And then you're gonna, you know, you gonna get it 50 50 or it could shift either way but when it all boils down to it you don't know and i don't know and that is what the bottom line is and so it's hard to talk to people i i i consider myself a a paying attention smart person and and etc because i do you know and you really don't have to be smart to pay attention to what is around us. But we are a lazy people. And so we'll sit on the couch instead of asking even questions on the couch. See, now like I'm kind of going off. I know I'm kind of going off a little track there. But when it boils down to we don't know, like. Like, seriously, when somebody tells me that the moon landing wasn't fake or was fake, both, I'm 50-50. Either or, I'm like, well, like, the only research you have is from somebody else showing you this. Oh, man, I can definitely tell you the moon landing's fucking fake. There's not one real piece of (laughs) evidence from that thing. It was definitely produced. Uh, The question is, you know, of course, why? There's plenty of theories why. You could get into fake space. You can get into flat Earth. You can get into simulation theory or just the fact that there was a space race that we were trying to beat the Russians at and we just lied. I don't know, you know? Well, it would be for propaganda and control of the planet. Yeah. Because, you know, the Russians, you know, were what I think it would be um, control. And that control is pretty much more or less money. So that's when I hope you have a garden because it could be that would be that day. 
I don't care about a nuclear bomb and all that. No, let's let's take currency out of the equation, period. Most people can't even fathom that. But I hope you have a garden. And I know I know I yeah. said that a couple of times, but it's true because you would be coming over and be like, Jay, I, I know you got a lot of tomatoes, man, right now. And I'm like, dude, they're going to go dead before uh, before I eat them. So here you go. And so with that, that's real. That 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 that's real. That's material real. Unless we're in a simulation. But that tomato is real and needs it. But if it's if it's all going to go to zeros and ones, which is going to probably go to is yeah. where that more control comes into place. I tell you what, man, I got my garden going. I got my tomato squash. I got uh, marijuana. I got other herbs and spices, onions. I got all kinds of stuff growing, and I, I'm definitely ready. And you uh, know what? I didn't, I didn't even know that I, <laughs> I, that you were doing, and that's oh, yeah, uh, dude. for sure. Yeah, and chickens are next. We're, we're gonna, we got to get us uh, some chickens to, to have that uh, source of protein for sure. But let's close on this, Jason. Aliens. You mentioned aliens a few times. And man, my uh, perception and thoughts and theories on the whole uh, UFO alien phenomena has vastly changed, especially since I started doing this show and especially since I had my own experiences with the, with this, um, whatever it is. Now, you know, I yeah. used to be pretty adamant that they were actually physical beings coming from different planets across the universe to visit us and stick things in our butt and experiment on us, whatever aliens do, you know. Uh, but that's yep. vastly changed. I've come to realize that this is such a personal phenomenon. It's connected to each and every one of us if it is a genuine phenomenon and if it is for a being that is definitely connected to you and who you are, they will advance your spiritual and personal growth. That's what they did for me. That's what they did to every genuine contact case that I've looked into, people I've talked to, it's all been an advancement of their consciousness, evolution of their consciousness, and spiritual seeking. And it was definitely that for me. Now, whether they are coming from different planets to do this, I don't know, maybe. Whether they're uh, great alien beings, I don't know, maybe. For me, I know it's a spiritual thing. I know that the my contact experiences and were in no way physical, uh, but the information gained and the ex that doesn't make uh, the experience any less real and the information that i they, that i gained from these experiences were profound and i completely owe everything to where i'm at now to having these experiences and seeking further from them now you mentioned that you know maybe these elites are controlled by aliens or maybe they are aliens now i don't right. think so i think that we're it's all humans and i think that maybe possibly we got some information along the way maybe not from aliens but from spiritual entities um by psychedelics were a huge part of rituals and uh, spiritual practices throughout time and there have been uh, cases of entity contact throughout psychedelic experiences and I think that a lot of the information cosmic knowledge and wisdom that we've gained through whether it's secret societies or ancient ancestors or wherever it come from that mm -hmm. it may have originated with a psychedelic experience or a meditative experience or a spiritual entity coming into contact with that person for their own spiritual gain. And I don't I think it's it, going to be those, those three things. I love that. What you just said is, yeah. is, is perfect in a sense. Like, uh, for instance, you have a DMT. 
I've not done D. I've done almost everything except DMT. I have not done ayahuasca. Those are the two that I would really uh, like to try one day. Um, and I know whoever. Sorry, mom, but I, I did. I have done it twice. Sorry, mom. I'm just saying that. Well, these, you, you know, these sorry. to me have transcended uh, people's normal view of what they consider drugs. This for me is plant medicines, and they are for our own spiritual growth and advancement. And I in no way see these as um, drugs or what considered narcotics or anything that would be harmful to people. Yes, it can be uh, taken and abused in different ways, but I wouldn't recommend it. It's not any fun to do that anyway. So, no, and, and, and you know, and that that was almost. Almost a disclaimer that I was about to say too. I don't recommend it uh, necessarily to everybody because their brains just cannot. Yeah, I don't re- recommend it at it. all. If you think it will help you in your journey, sure, but I would never tell anyone to try psychedelics. Uh, no, especially DMT because I think it. I I know that it taps into a third eye. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And the experience that I have had lasted, I think probably, I don't know, it felt like an hour or two, but seven to like 12 minutes. And in that time, I felt and saw, like there was there was music playing in the background. And at the moment of my life, I was, I'm, I'm making music. And so I got these beats going on and I'm just seeing just every, everything is just not, what it is it's like pulling a cover over of, of an onion out and seeing what what, what you never want to see because you might cry because it's an onion but i'm telling you what sir what i've seen both of those times uh was not from this not from earth I think it came, and I can try to end this on this. I think it came from the inside stuff that when you, you know how many times you hear people say that we are just not ready, we're just not ready to to understand what's there. Mm. Well, that personally with me is what I have been focusing on and trying to be like, all right, if he, all these people are saying this, like a reality something. just beyond our perception, right? Right. If like I'm something that always exists that we can't see, but if we put ourselves into that state of mind, it's right there. Or whoever is controlled of the entities of us or what have you are like, nope, not yet, dude. No, no. Y'all are already killing yourselves. You're already blowing each other up. You already have hateful. You're already doing all this. How would it, it was like having an unstable uncle or some shit that, that you were like, I don't want him coming over to, to the party because there's going to be a lot of drinks and a lot of et cetera, et cetera. But I know we're probably running out of time again, but there's no, so much good. I want to talk to. Yeah, man. Uh, we'll definitely do it again. Let's end on this. Where do you think that our, our evolutionary stage is going in the next few years? I personally believe we have a lot of growing pains to get through. I think that we're going to go through as a collective, as a human race, some tough times. But that's the only way we're going to grow from it, and I think that we're going to have um, really good times after that. I think that we're, we could even experience a utopia within our lifetime if we uh, latch onto the right timeline and make the right decisions. What do you think? Yep. Uh, I think that right now, and because it's gone so fast, 
One is the integration of AI of our everyday lives. And that is for me to answer your question specifically and not trying to go around the question is that that is it's in, it's already happening it's inevitable and you got people making it even more faster like mr musk and 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 ex- more than him quite a few more and that once ai takes control of certain things in our everyday lives which i'm talking to you on this computer mm-hmm. where it's going to become a normal thing so that's how it's going to gradually get to if AI is going to be bad or not in the future, in the future, because this is going to gradually just come in. You know, what's going to say in 25 years from now, you go into, let's just say not you, I'm talking about in general, to your mom's house and your mom answers the door and she's like, let's, hey, I'm glad you're here. Um, we were just making dinner. She's a widow, but she has a robot that's making the dinner. And you and then you walk in and that robot's making a dinner and dinner's almost done. And that is would be a normal way of life. That's not that far away. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's there already. And who knows what, you know, but I don't know how much time we got left. But the last thing I want to end off so we can talk about this in in the next episode is CERN and the possibilities of what they have been doing that nobody necessarily knows about except what they want to let people know about that we might have tapped into some things about opening up different dimensions and that can make people have deja vu or they can make people wake up one morning and not know what day it is or um, be like, what time is it? Six o'clock in the morning, right? And they're like, no, six o'clock at night. Or a vice versa, or what I, I, pr- I truly, and to end this on that, that it's a combination of so many things that is why it's easy to keep a lot of people confused. Yeah. Because there's so many factors that go along in it. Yes, man. I think you're right. There's, they're hitting us from all different angles. Our reality is like an onion that we can never get to the center. You just keep peeling and peeling, and it gets weirder and weirder with every layer. Jason, that was it. fantastic, man. Um, let the people know. I know you're, you're making some beats and music, and you got some other media. Uh, where they can find your stuff? Um, well, you can always go to my Facebook page right now, um, but I will have a CD that I'll be making coming out very soon here. It'll probably be called like, um, uh, it will be in a combination, uh, but fashion is wonder seven, nine.com. But if Jason fashion, you find me on Facebook, you'll, you'll be able to, to be able to go anywhere you, you want to go with what I'm putting out. And before I let you go, I always do this. I got everybody who's listening. My favor to y'all is you got to make one person smile every day. That's good, man. I like it. I love it. Jason, that was fantastic. Definitely going to talk to you again soon in the future, brother. All right, my man. And please do, because I think I only uh, went over about 20% of what I even Yeah, we're going to get to it, man. All right. Well, till next time, everyone, have an excellent evening. We'll be talking again tomorrow. We'll see you then. God bless. Love you, Chris.